much into the contest. It is Monday the 22nd of August. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. How are you, Shana? Fantastic, Timmy. Beautiful weekend. Plenty of sunshine. Plenty of kids' sport and ready for this week. Yeah, I was just driving along on the weekend. It was a beautiful day, wasn't mm. it? It was a beautiful day. And I was, you know, those moments where you get nostalgic and you like, I drive a lovely Fortuna, Toyota Fortuna at the moment, which is a really good yep. car. But I remember the first car I ever had, which was <laughs> a good car, but it got stolen seven times. It was an old Kingswood HQ. <laughs> it got stolen once, Shano. And the police rang me and said, Mr. Gilbert, your yep. car's been found in Cabramatta. I went to get have been stolen again. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Well, my first car, my first car, mate, was a um, was a white Barina. But before I bought that, my dad made me bring every car home mm. for him to check out first. And I I remember driving home up the driveway this potted <laughs> up nineteen eighty black uh, uh, BMW with gold mags. And I got a halfway up the drive over dad told me to fucking get get it back to the car yard. You're not buying that, mate. <laughs> what were your You're words, hey, Dad? This so, is completely yeah. sick. Oh. It was fully fully sick and fully lowered and it had gold mags and uh but yeah, Dad was not letting me buy that one. Oh well. <laughs> a guy that loves his car collection is Dave Warner. He signed for the Sydney Thunder. We'll talk about that today. All the footy on the weekend. Oh, heartbreak for Carlton. But what about the Roosters? A record score over the Tigers. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Well, this is a real boost for the big bash, isn't it? Dave Warner signing for the Sydney Thunder. And I know that my eldest son, who's a big Thunder fan, or both the boys, Joey and Louie, love the Thunder. Mm. And uh, look, all the kids love it when the high-profile guys are playing. Yeah, big signing. Um, so the the salary cap for this, um, the Thunder is $1.9 million, like all other big mm. bash teams. Warner's on 340K. I'm assuming that's per year. He's signed a two-year mm. deal. So he'll be topped up by the Create Australia Marketing Fund. So Create Australia, um, with this legal stuff going on with Channel 7, they need to get some high-profile guys back in the game. And there's probably none bigger in Australia than, than Dave Warner. He's the current fourth-highest run scorer of all time in T20 mm. career worldwide. He scored 10,000 runs um, at 38, which is an amazing record in T20 cricket. So... Um, but he hasn't been, hasn't played for nine seasons, so he comes back and will really strengthen and bolster that uh, Thunder team. Yeah, the big thing for them is they, they'll just want him to play because he's obviously going to have uh, a summer that's peppered with a lot of international commitments. Uh, they yep. just want him to play as many games as he possibly can. Well, Steve Smith won't be there at all. No, he won't be there at all. And I think Steve Smith's time um, in T20 cricket's probably come to an end anyway, I think. I think just the way that he plays and the way that he structures his innings Definitely suited to test career. We know he's a great test player. Um, and I think from longevity perspective, he'll just uh, peter out from T20 cricket and try and play as many tests as he can. Well, we're only a week out from the US Tennis Open and uh, we saw Nick Kyrgios uh, go down in brutal fashion, 50 minutes. And it was really the the bad Nick. I know good Nick is very good. Bad Nick is pretty <laughs> awful sometimes. And um, yeah, he was complaining about his knee and blowing up with the umpire. Uh, look, hopefully he's got it out of his system this US Open. I think it's the August 29 or something like that where it's 
starts and uh, the form he's in coming into around that 26 in the world is a real chance. Let's hope that that was just a you know a flash in the pan, that reaction. Yeah, I hope it's a little blip on his radar there. But um, you're right, Timmy, August 29, it kicks off the US Open. Um, yeah, he was absolutely flogged uh, by Taylor Fritz, the American 6-3, 6-2 in Cincinnati. The biggest concern, and they, they reckon that he has still having trouble with his knee, but the biggest concern is that he was really listless um, and the way he was getting around the court. He just had no energy, and he said he's just physically spent. Um, um, so hopefully he's just he can overcome that. The knee injury is a whole other thing. He needs to get that right before the US Open. Yeah, absolutely. Now, looking at the golfing world and uh, Patrick Reed, he's someone that's been talked about a lot. Of course, US Masters winner about how he's estranged from big parts of his family and his different style of playing and approaching the game. Lots of commentators uh, have gotten into him over the years and he's hitting back with a billion-dollar lawsuit. It's going to be the biggest sporting lawsuit of all time, doesn't it, from a, from a, mm. um, a player? He won the 2018 Masters, and he reckons since then he's been actively targeted um, yeah. by the network uh, to, to destroy his reputation, create hate, and he's been working in a hostile work environment. And um, he has he's named um, Chambly, the commentator, and the actual uh, the golf channel itself um, in this $1.08 billion lawsuit. It's a big number. It's huge, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah. It's, um, there's always chitter, chatter around Patrick Reed, but uh, a $1 billion lawsuit only in America. Now, I've had a yep. bit of a sneak look at Allianz Stadium, the new $830 million super stadium. It opens with a, a fan day on Sunday. Then we see Souths and the Roosters play there the following week, of course, and then the test match with the Wallabies, and the NRLW kicks it all off before that. Uh, it is unbelievable, Shane. Yep, I haven't been out there yet, but uh, my business partner Craig Hodges has. He went for the Roosters' um, captain's run-through, and he just said the stadium is world-class. He said it's as good as anything he's ever been in. He said the the facilities are amazing. The ground is in unbelievable nick. Um, he said you feel like, without even the crowd there, you feel like you're on top of the ground itself. So we have a world-class stadium now here in Sydney, so we should be able to attract huge events. Tell you what, there's some people interested in going to see that roosters Rabbitohs game. My phone's oh, been running huge. off. Do you reckon you might be able to ask someone yeah. if you could get me? Oh, only six tickets. Um, yeah. They're hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're as rare as hen's teeth. All right, stay with us because we are talking AFL, NRL next. Oh, you got a feel for Carlton, don't you, Shane? This was absolutely heartbreaking. Collingwood got out to an early lead. Uh, Carlton needed to win to make the finals after that uh, really nail-biting loss to Melbourne the week before, and they've gone down by a point. Oh, heartbreaking for, for Carlton, as you said, Timmy. 75-74, to 74, the cardiac kids do it again uh, in a close one. They've, they've had probably five or six games within a, a point or two this year, and they're just somehow getting the job done. Um I knew they'd bounce back from last week's defeat against Sydney, but uh, Carlton needed to win this. This is the first time they drop out of the eight for the whole season, so heartbreaking for them. Yeah, the Swans, good win over the Saints. Yes, the, the Sydney were good. I wouldn't say they were great, but they got the job done. 88 to 74. Um, they finished in third, so they get two bites of the cherry, which is fantastic for the for the red and white. Yeah, and Ben Rutten sacked effective immediately at Essendon. I saw a joke on Twitter saying that Scott Morrison has put himself in his coach's Essendon after <laughs> all the drama we've seen. I think Scotty Morrison has played 15 positions for the Wallabies as well. <laughs> but um, no, Ben Rutten, it's, uh, 
Yeah, it's a big call. Um, a lot of people coming out saying he's been treated unfairly. Mm. You'd probably have to agree with that. It was uh, particularly in, in recent times. He still has a year to go on his contract. So, yeah, he's out and they'll start again. It's results-based though, isn't it? That's the thing. Uh, you, big time. You know, everyone says you don't want to be a coach, but, you know, you have to win. Uh, and what about Trent Robinson? I know that you've got him on lunch with Lee and that's going to be released uh, and very, very shortly. The, the thing is, if you're a good coach – you get results, and he's a guy that's had a season that's wobbled a bit. But look at it now. Oh, what about – we were at this game on Saturday night, 72-6 to over the, the lowly Tigers. Well, it's a high score um, at the SCG and a high score by the Roosters at the SCG. So, it's um, yeah, absolutely smash them. Yeah, lunch with Lee with Trent Robinson comes out today. Interesting chat, and you can see why these guys are really peaking at the right time of the season. But uh, – Poor old West Tigers, they they need to go away and uh, go back to the drawing board. That was some pretty poor footy from them. Yeah, well, they've got Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall taking over yep. the the coaching of it. They're going to be have to show the miracle they showed in 2005 when Sheens was a lot younger and coaching them and Benji was mm. actually a player and the flick pass to Pat Richards and everything else that went into it to win them the grand final. James Tamo, uh, he just blew up, didn't he? He just blew up and he got sin-binned and then set off. So he must have said some fairly ordinary stuff to the referee. He's been very apologetic since. He has and uh, probably effectively ended his career, I'd say, um, saying that the ref was effort and competent. So... Yeah, he doubled down. He called him incompetent, and then he put the F, F bit in front of it and got himself sent off. So, yeah, I think I just think with all that's gone on with the West Tigers in the last two years, he's the captain, and they'd be absolutely flogged on the last game of the SCG where, you know, it's a bit of a history there. Um, it would have been embarrassing for him and his teammates. It's probably the last game of well, it is. It's the last game of rugby league yep. we'll see on the SCG for a long, long yep. time. So it's got plenty of history, and... Pretty hard to call a referee incompetent when you're getting beaten by 70. I don't know. I don't know whether it washes very well, to be honest with you. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, he's defined, isn't he? He's defined. He, he said, I, I, I can still drive in F1. I mean, lots of other people are saying his career's over. I could still drive in F1 too, if I could fit in the seat, I reckon. But um, look, Daniel Ricciardo, he made a decent point. He said that there's only 20 drivers and sometimes it's 0.001 mm. of a second between you know two different drivers so if you perform well you can actually um you can still win saying that i don't think he wants to be in the f1 anymore i think this is purely negotiating a bigger exit fee from his last year of his contract james harden in the nba i love watching him play he's got this dexterity as a basketball player that most don't he's a really quirky guy they call him the beard he's got this long beard and i tell you what he's done his star jumps how good does he look this body transformation Hardened by name and hardened by nature mm. now. He looked unbelievably fit. Well, he's off to the 76 as We know it's a $100 million deal mm. over two years. He's taking a $14 million pay cut, so he seriously wants to do well, and he looks in super nick. And there's been one sort of uh, negative towards James Harden over the years is that he hasn't been super fit. Well, he looks like he's super fit now, so expect a big season from him. Well, the Broadway act of the Shane Lee crystal ball is Tom Brady. Of course, uh, when he <laughs> retired, you came out and you said he'll be back. And sure enough, he was back. But now he's gone missing again, uh, Tom Brady. And there's a theory out there that he's off doing some singing. This is interesting. <laughs> well, potentially. We all know he signed that ridiculous Fox Sports Network deal. Mm. And it was $500 million or something. And... Um, they believe now that he's going to have to do a lot of stuff across the network, not only the sports side of things. So they believe he may be on The Masked Singer. 
Uh, and Twitter went crazy on the back of that, saying, well, he'd probably be bloody good at that too. <laughs> and I wouldn't oh. put it past him. But I don't know if he's going to do that. Maybe he's just off uh, doing something else. But generally they go into hiding when they record mm. this. I know Brett Brett did it, yeah. um, and no, no one knew about it. So it's top secrecy. So I'll have to wait and see on that one. Good promotion nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. He would be good too, isn't he? He's the kind of guy that uh, yeah. you'd go and buy a lotto ticket with, wouldn't you? <laughs> then, look, I don't, know, <laughs> I, I don't know whether our, our next um – Individual is going to be on the Mars Singer, but uh, we had an update that Corey Peaches Pearson, former first grade rugby league player, first grade cricketer, of course, as well, talented all round individual, uh, yeah. has fallen in love with the game of golf. You got an update? Well, a little update because mm. uh, we all know that Corey's, I was calling him Corey Callaway, and he's bought all new clubs and he's got new shirts and that sort of stuff. Well, he's putting in his cards now to get his actual official handicap. Yeah. He played his second round. Um, after a good week last week, he said he, he was getting eating right food. Right food. Um, he had a lesson with his golf coach and he's had a couple of – Couple, couple, he had a couple of goes at the driving range. Well, the first hole, and oh, he's putting no. his card in. First hole, he scored eleven, and he said he had one shank and two air swings. He shot, oh. he shot one hundred and fifteen, <laughs> and he said at the end of it, when he went to put his card in, he left his five thousand dollar Callaways by the car, hoping someone that's would the steal shortest, them. That's, that's <laughs> the shortest love affair I've ever heard of. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, the Osher Group. Go to oshergroup.com if you're in the market for a racehorse. They're definitely the ones to talk to. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.